You may have seen him on his skateboard. You may have seen him on TV. You may have even seen him climbing the shelves in his local supermarket or sitting on an aeroplane with all that extra leg room. He's best known for his work on stage, inspiring and motivating to the world and all it has to offer. Well, now you can hear him, JC, on his very own show, John Kudis. Instead of JC being interviewed, he's doing the interviewing. And the people lined up to have a chat with John Kudis are some of Australia's and the planet's most well-known celebrities, politicians and everyday people. Enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special treat for you. I am right now deep in the heart of what I call my hometown, Penrith. We're deep in the heart of the club here at the mighty Penrith Panthers, sitting down with a legend of the game, Jimmy Tamu. How are you, a legend? Yeah, good, Johnny, mate. I don't know about legend. Maybe not yet. <laughs> not yet. Oh, come on now. Come on now. You've won a premiership, mate, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. We need one here in Penrith. No, we'll get one. Don't you worry about that, mate. We'll get one. Now, look, I want to go back to when you first started playing the game because you started at the Roosters in Jersey Flag and NYC. Yes, uh, going back to my junior days at the Roosters. Uh, so, grew, grew up in New Zealand until I was about 13, 13, 14 years old and mum and dad moved over to Australia first and it was just me and my brother um, causing havoc back in New Zealand so we thought, you know, move over <laughs> to Australia. In, in, uh, mum and dad had a little apartment in um, Coogee, yep. eastern suburbs, so that was ideal place. The Coogee Bay Hotel, mate. Yeah, right down the road. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Dad was working late nights there as security guard. And, yes. Um, yeah, there was about five, six of us in a three-bedroom apartment, you know, which is, is quite typical sometimes with, yep. with, uh, with Polynesian uh, families. Uh, yes. Yeah, and, and obviously being in eastern suburbs, the Roosters was, was the club there. Yep. The rep side there to get into. So, well, what, to, what part of New Zealand did you was is your heritage from? So, the the bottom of the North Island near Wellington, a small small town called Levin. 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 Is that is that between Wellington and Palmerston North? Yes, it is. Yep. Levin, Hotafanoa. So, yeah, we used to go to Palmy all the time. Uh, Wellington on on special occasions. Um, yeah, yeah, the only reason I know that because I did a uh, in October last year. I did a schools tour in New Zealand. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And we landed in Wellington. We drove up to Palmy. Yeah. And it was, I think we drove very close to living or might have even been through it. Yeah, yeah. You would have. You would have gone through. There was a few towns there: Foxton, Shannon, Otaki. Shout out to all them. You know, we used to go there all the time. But yeah. yeah you would have went through them and. Blinked an eye and, and, and they, and it, they yeah. got mate. Yeah. <laughs> what about the names of some of those towns? I mean, even we have some, you know, big names in WA and things, but yeah. some of the uh, Australian guys got no idea how to pronounce those names yeah. over there, mate. It's wonderful culture, isn't it? It is, mate. It's always so good to go back. Um, yeah, yeah, mate. Like you see, you got Para Para Umu there. Um, where Benji Marshall's from? Fuckatane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, mate, but yeah, good places, mate. Always good to take the, the family back and, yeah. and, and go back and see the family. Yeah, how good is that, mate? Family is, uh, family makes us who we are today, isn't that correct? So you you played with the Junior Kiwis as well, is that right? Yes, yes. So, um, yes, I went to the Juniors through the Roosters, um, went through there, SG Bore, and then Jersey Flag. Yep. The older guy that I would have talked about before it was the NYC. Yeah, well, Jersey Flag, was that under 18s or under 20s? That was under 20s. Under 20s, yep. because then we had, pre or before that, it was President's Cup, yeah, which was right. under 21s. Yeah, right, okay. You know, so that was before your, that might have been before your time, yeah. I think. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 So Jersey flag there, and then in that Jersey flag side, got selected to play the Junior Kiwis. Oh wow! Uh, which we just a one-off game against uh, Junior Kangaroos. Um, and that's in the Kiwi side. We had Kevin Proctor. Uh, who he just finished playing for the Australian schoolboys. So and he, he made the Kiwi side. He made the junior Kiwi side. Yeah, so, good on um, your Procs. Yeah, Kevin Proctor. We had uh, Sunny Fire, rest in peace. Who, yeah. What, yeah, coming through the Warriors, mate. Well, Sunny Fire was one yeah. of the best upcomers I had ever seen. Oh, yeah. Um, I heard yeah. about his talent, mate. I actually don't I don't remember him yeah. or seen him play, but I heard some wonderful yeah, things about Sunny, mate. He was Mate, uh, Sammy McKendry, who, who just recently retired from the Yeah, he had a couple of bad knee injuries, yeah, smacker, didn't he? Yeah, yeah geez. Yeah. Um, and, and the junior kangaroo side flipped over. They had Chris Lawrence, Michael Jennings, Tim Manor. Yep. Um, yeah, so some names getting get Chris Lawrence, there. that's Two-Face Chris Lawrence. Yeah. What? Hey. Two-Face, because he had to get his face rebuilt. Oh, he did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There. yeah oh. that's right, Jim. What a bad misstep that was, yeah, right? Yeah, mate. Jeez, that's unfortunate, isn't it? That's really. Get- Apparently, even Siri didn't recognise him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Junior Kiwis, mate. So that that was sort of... Um, and at that time, uh, you know, coming from a small town a little bit, you know, I think... Yep. Nearly a good chunk of the crowd was was was, uh, was family from within there as well, so that was a, a special occasion. When you finished at the Roosters, you didn't play NRL at the Roosters, but you uh, you hitched the caravan and you went all the way north as far as you could damn well go, yeah. playing NRL all the way up to Townsville, playing for the North Queensland Cowboys. Yeah, mate. What what the hell made <laughs> you go all the way up there? From Coogee, yeah, yeah, all the way up to Townsville. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you couldn't get any course, further. Well, it was more of I didn't actually realise that until um, we we sort of passed Brisbane, and from Sydney to Brisbane is the same distance from Brisbane to Townsville. And I was going, oh, hang on, I thought we were just you know down the road from Brisbane. Yeah, but uh, obviously not. Uh, um, not a map reader. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but it, it was more the case of. Um, at, at that time, after fresh out of twenties, I was just trying to get a rookie contract just to just to have a go somewhere. And, yep. And there was an opportunity to stay at the Roosters, but at the time, you know, I would only be on a second tier contract. Oh uh, yeah. Nate Miles, Mark O'Mealy, Willie Mason. They had the young ones coming through: Martin Kennedy, uh, Stanley Waha. Wow. Yeah. So they had a fair. They, they, that's there. Yeah, they're good players. And, yeah. and speaking of, you know, we're talking about before big heads in the game. I think. Nate Miles would have to have the biggest forehead you've ever seen in your life, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, mate. Uh, well, I guess everyone knows it's a running joke, you know, yeah. before you be, you don't want yeah. too much Nate Miles. <laughs> no, I actually but, told him one day, I said, if he had seagulls flying around his head, we could call him Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah of course, he's, he's a very good you, friend of mine, Nate yeah, and, and Tess, yeah. you know, so we can say these things yeah. about each other. <laughs> but when you got to the Cowboys, I mean... You made your first grade debut, what was it round eight? Round eight, Round yes. eight in 2009? It was, yes, round yep. eight 2009, yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. I've done a bit of homework, mate, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, I've done a bit of homework, mate, haven't I? I had to think about that. Yeah, um, but you, you weren't in the start, you come on as a reserve. Reserve, yeah, off yep. the bench. Off yep. the bench, yep. And and, and what, did you, what did you feel, not, not just when you were named as a reserve, like in the side, but actually stepping across the sideline, running onto that field that day? Yeah, my heart was, well, even... The night before, I couldn't sleep. Uh, just so nervous because 
you know, this is this is your your life goal, you know, about to come through sort yep. of thing. So, um, and the best thing was the family was there. So we played Parramatta in Parramatta, and the family we lived in Sydney at the time, so yep. they were all there. Yep. Um, and and uh, yeah, it, it was maybe too much because as soon as I got out onto there, it was the second half. As soon as I got out onto the field. I try to make every tackle, try to take every hit up, and yep. I was I was done after five seven minutes. I yeah, was, I was running around like a headless chook, but I, I just fatigued myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no match fitness, you know. Uh, first time uh, you've been out yeah, there, exactly. Yeah. You know, and you're a young bloke, you want to do impress. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's what young guys do. You know, or young people, not just guys, but young people, they all do that. They want to impress. And yeah. There was no pacing yourself, yeah, mate. It was exactly right. all and, in, go in. You know. And, and we had a few debutants at Penrith uh, over my time that I've been there, and that's the number one thing I say is yep. don't go out there and don't gas do yourself. Yeah, yeah. too early, pace yourself because you know, before you know it, your legs are gone. And yeah, I know that feeling, brother. Up. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Um, well, I, I think actually, your career was going to the Cowboys was probably the best thing that you could have done because your career went from strengths to from strength to strength. I mean, you had a couple of little hiccups and a little bit of bad boy there came out of you for a moment or two. But, you know, you went from strength to strength. I mean, a few years later, I mean, when you decided to to sign on with the Kangaroos, forget about New Zealand, right, and you signed on with the Kangaroos and you, you actually made your debut for the green and gold, it was in 2012 at the Anzac Day Test against the Kiwis. Yeah, mate, uh... So yes. you were playing against guys like Kevin Proctor and Benji Marshall. Exactly and... right, yeah. Um, and it was, you know, it was all sorts of, you know, the, couple, the, year, the year before, a couple of years before, I was always on the trade-offs with the Kiwis and didn't sort of make it one year, didn't make it the other, getting phone calls, you know, sorry, mate, you know, but mm. I didn't make it. Um, and then Ricky Stewart, one of those years, Ricky Stewart calls me and asked to play for the New South Wales Blues and I was like, what? Like, Tricky could see it in you, mate. Yeah, Tricky yeah. could see it in you, mate. And I thought, no, I, I can't, can I? And he was like, well, it's there, mate, if you want to take you haven't played a game for the Kiwis yet. And that, that was uh, one year. And then anyway, I thought, no, nah, I ain't, no, I couldn't do that. Anyway, um, another year went by. Trainer was good for the Kiwis, didn't make it. Ricky calls me up the next year and goes, mate, that spot's still there if you want. I go, yeah, right. You're doing yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. I'm not getting a bit frustrated there. And, and next thing you know, you know, it was I never have any regrets. Um, but running out on that field, so sorry before this state of origin. What's the, the, the test match? Rude, yeah, that was just a bonus. On top of that. Who was coaching you then? Uh, Tim Sheens. Ah, uh, Timmy for the Kangaroos. Yeah, Jim, yeah. What a great coach! What a yeah, great mentor to have, Timmy. One of the best, truly one of the best. Um, and uh, yeah, there, there was a bit of a, uh, uh, you know. Hit, hit home for a lot of people. And yep. They didn't obviously like it, and um, but you know the way I see it, I think someone was going to do it. I mean, you got uh, Harley there. For yeah, Josh. Yep. And then you've got Honga there. Yep. Kyle, Kyle, yep. Who uh, you know grew up in Pumpsnort as well. Yep. Um, so I guess you know one. I'm happy to take the brunt of that, you know, for them to sort of pave the way for them. Well, it's funny you've done that, mate, because now in recent years we've seen the other JT, Jason Tolomalolo, pledges allegiance to Tonga. We've seen Fafida pledges allegiance to Tonga as well. You know, and there's been a few other boys pledge their allegiance to, you know, 
Samoa and and uh, and Fiji and these other ones. Yep. So I think you may you may have really started something in that way, mate. Well, I um, there was the first time I turned down New South Wales. I remember um, Chico James Siguaro. Yep. He uh, he come up to me and he was, you know he was like you know thank you you showed me that you know because you stuck with New Zealand I want to stick with PNG. Yep. And um and and that sort of I was. Oh, you know, don't you know? Don't look up to me, sort of thing. You know, please make your own decision. And, yep. And that's why I tell a lot of young guys now, and and big Jason all that, Andrew Fafita, I think that's unreal. Yeah, right? me too. Good for the game. Oh, so good, so good for, the for the game. As we saw at the end of last year, Tonga triumph oh. against the, uh, the kangaroos. Yeah. Um, and I, I think on that, I think um, people sort of didn't give Tonga. You know, they were so shocked, but I think that was the colonel then, you know, they had a gun sword. Yeah. Um, that, you know, why, why, why couldn't they be kangaroo? You know, people were shocked. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that just goes to show that times have changed and um, the Polynesian uh, teams, you know, they're coming through strong as ever. And, and, and another big thing, I guess, which would change a lot of people's mind is the, is the pay. Yep. Um, yeah, more professionalism coming to the game. That's it. You that's know, it. and there was that's more money being offered from, from you know, worldly clubs and yeah. stuff like that. So, exactly right. And they also had a good coach. I mean, Tonga's got, I think, Christian Wolf coaching yeah. him. You know, what a, what a great mind he is. Yeah. I knew him up at, uh, up at the Cowboys. And, yep. And he did his time, you know, for his, he, he went around, went back up to Townsville and, and uh, overseas and that. But yeah, what, no, no one better. And, and the Tonga boys got nothing respect. Yeah, and, then, and he also had Davey Ferner over there with him. Yes, he did, yes. You know, uh, that's someone you want in your corner. It's most certainly uh, Fernsey, isn't it? Yeah, he, he's one hey? of the best, Oh, mate. mate. Really he, I will say that Fernsey has become a very, very dear friend of mine and... Uh, him and Kells, you know, they're yeah. just beautiful, beautiful people. And I'm glad to see that, you know, he, he sorted out his little issue we had over in, in the UK. Yeah. And he's come back here and he's signed on with the Knights. He's only got to go from strength to strength there. So, Mate, well, it, it, I guess it's that former player uh, thing where, you know, players see him and they already have that respect for him. Yeah. So, um, it's glad to see him back over here and their family. Yep. And yep. He's got a beautiful family. Mate. Oh, hasn't it? What, mate? Yeah, he's going really, really good, mate. I mean, it was 2012 was such a massive year for you. I mean, you know, you, you made your Test match debut, and and then you obviously with the Blues. I mean, I was a part of the Blues in uh, 1999 when when Junior Pierce was coaching, Jeez. right? And Gary Freeman was the assistant coach, and there was me and Daryl Brampton were yeah. there, and we had Lizzie, Lizzie from the Roots, and she was one of the masses. You, yeah, you know, but still there. I know she mate. is, mate. Oh, no, no, she's she's, the she's most games. oh. <laughs> she, would, she would have to, mate. She's about as old as Moses, mate. You know, she'd have to. She probably rubbed down his calves, mate, back in the day. Yeah, she'd been around for a long time, mate. Look, and, and look, I was fortunate enough that Junior asked me to be part of that side way back then, and and I can say, I, I I know I feel the passion for it, you know. And yeah. I still remember one of the games we won, and Spud Carroll was inside. And he picked me up and he carried me around his sh- on his shoulders oh, like I was a bloody geez. like I was a case of beer, yeah, mate, yeah. you know. And and so Spud's yeah. like he's a legend of the yeah, game as well, he is, isn't he? Mate. You know. But yeah. that was for me, obviously, never been able to play the game. But that was the closest I was ever going to get. But for you, I mean, you got the call from Tricky, and then running out there. Where was your first game? Where was it? Uh, it was 2012. Yep. 
It was, it was Sydney. Yeah, Sydney? It was Sydney, yes. Um, I believe. No, sorry, it was Melbourne. In Melbourne? The first game was Melbourne. Who was um, your captain? Do you remember? I think it was Paul Gallen. Yeah, PG. He, he, he was your captain. You're exactly right. I'm testing him here, people. I'm testing yeah, him. I'm, yeah. I'm pushing his football brain to yeah, the limit here. Mate, you are. See, it's front rolls, mate. I bloody hell. You know what I'm for breakfast, let alone... Nearly 10 odd years ago. Yeah, but, Gals, Gals yeah. was your uh, yeah. was your captain. Yeah, we're birthday brothers, me and Gals. We're right? born the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, mate, when, when, when you got handed your Blues jersey, yeah. what went through your blood? Oh, mate, oh, I think I slept with the jersey. Um, it, yeah. It was one of those things where, wow, like, we grew up as a family um, watching, you know, we had a DVD at um, the Electrifying 80s. Yep. It was all about State of Origin. And before junior games, my junior club at Pato Tigers here, I'd put that on every morning. And, to fire uh, you up? Yeah, fire me up and watch all those <laughs> old school players and Laurie Daly and oh, uh, yeah. Benson and all that. And Junior Pierce and junior Stevie Pierce, Mortimer yeah, and, mate, yeah, yeah. and Tommy. Yeah, hey. mate, one of the best. Uh, but yeah, I've watched them. So we grew up watching Origin and for me to actually run out there and um, in front of that crowd, and you know, it was something old. Always cherished because it's something that I, at the start of my career was out of touch, but yep. it's something that I'm proud of that I can get there and um, hopefully one day um, show show the kids, uh, you know, your dad was there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some of the games where I wasn't getting bashed. And, you know, <laughs> well, stuff. mate, you put your body on the line every game you play, mate. Yeah. So, you know, you're well, getting bashed every game. We're up against some, mate. We're up, I remember Petro Sinvaceva, who oh. to this day I still regard as one of the well, he played here, mate. Petro played here he as well at Petros. Yeah, he did. Yep. yep, yep. And and well respected. Um, but mate, I remember he took it off with uh, 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 kick off once and just put everything into it. My left shoulder, my all my left side of it. And, um, I was like, what? Uh, he's just a rock. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's one. You know, the longevity. And, yeah, and, uh, and a real gentleman, mate. He didn't he? Really is a real, real gentleman, he mate. Is, yeah. Tell me, like growing up in New Zealand, do you remember the very first pair of boots that you got? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> Can you think I back think, that far? They definitely would have been hand-me-downs. Or yep. How old's your brother? Three or four. So I've got two older brothers. Right. Um, uh, one's only 31, not much older than me. Yep. Uh, 32 soon. And What's his name? nearly 40. So Zinzan. Z- they said his real name? Zinzan, yeah. Are you serious? Uh, yes. After the great Zinzan Brook, the All Blacks. Of course. So, so, as you can tell, my family were very sportive. I was going to say Zinzan Brook, but no, I thought, yeah. but you, wow, wasn't he a great All Black? Yeah, mate, yeah, he was. He was. We, we love, you know, we grew up watching the Union and, and watching the All Blacks. And, you know, that was a passion of mine also, rugby Union. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, and then uh, brother Richie, who um, who's nearly 40, who's, yeah, mate, and they all played footy growing up. Uh, yeah, but they're all uh, both family men now working. Yep, so. yep. I have to tell you that on our tour of New Zealand last year, mm. I look. I knew that the Kiwis love their union, but I, mate, union in New Zealand is to like cricket in India. Yeah, really it is an absolute religion. I mean, New Zealand—they've got about five million people, right? Yeah, yeah. and four and a half million of them know who the All Blacks are. The other 500,000 can't even speak yet. No, no, no. You know what I mean? And, like, that's just – like, even when I went over there and I was talking about rugby league and, you know, working with NRL clubs, I know a couple of the Kiwi boys, like, 
you know, like Shawnee Johnson and Roger and all that. And, and some of these guys were didn't even know who they were, you know, and they're playing. They're, they're even representing their country in, in rugby league, but they're so union, you know, all black trail, like dead on, they, they really struggle, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. The All Blacks have just gotten so good over the years that... Haven't they, what? They're winning now, mate. Oh, yeah. It's almost a brand now. It's almost... You know, you go around the world and say All Blacks, they know... Straight away. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I guess that's what makes them so good. So your first pair of boots were hand-me-downs from your brothers? I would say so. Like, two, three, four sizes too big. That was per the norm growing up. Yeah, of course. Well, I never got hand-me-down boots or long pants, mate, so I'm happy about that. Look, because I, I want to ask you, and, and I have said this to you before, you have to have the biggest pair of feet that I've ever seen in my life. Now, people, let me let me just explain the, these feet to you. Right, I want you to think about the Hulk, right, but on, on the Hulk, his feet are like, um, what's that one, the Fantastic Four made of brick, the thing? Oh, the thing. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. so that's how big and bulky they are. They are like footings. Off an Empire State building, these things they are massive, massive feet. So, and I can see that you're wearing ASIC shoes, yeah, yep. which is good. Uh, do ASIC supply your boots? Yes, they uh, they supplied me for a few years now. Um, and it, it was it's just mate, growing up, I, I could never walk into a store and ask for shoes. Oh, yeah, you know, size 15. No, not there. Size, no, sorry, not there. Yeah, wow. Uh, and what size are you wearing now? Uh, yeah, size 15. 15? Yeah, yeah. So, so does Simone at Essex look after you? Yeah, yes, yes. So the Essex there, they're um, pretty good, mate. And, and there are, a lot of the boys are actually, the, the love the Essex, I was with, actually with the x day. Yep. And I had to change the Essex to help my feet because my feet were just, you know, get too damaged, nerve damaged. Yes, yes. So I had to change the Essex. And it's done me wonders. Um, yep. and, and I've done the same for other boys. Like, mate, get into ASICs. ASICs, they'll help you. And yep. exactly the same. So. Well, I know that we have a boot sponsor here with ASICs, right? But I, well, I don't know if you know this, but I've been a part of the ASICs brand for 21 years. 21 years. And I just went out and saw Simone and uh, and Carl yeah, just yeah, last yeah. week. We were out there visiting their new premises the at Marsden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How good's that place, mate? Unreal. You know, and I've been fortunate enough to be part of that family from That's my so sporting good. days all those years ago. Yeah. Of course, I don't get any shoes. Yeah, yeah. You know, but Leanne gets all the shoes, yeah, mate, oh, and all the long beds. But, you know, they supply a lot of the giveaway stuff for me for schools and yeah. plenty of clothes and training clothes oh, and stuff like so that. Good, like 21, years, 21 years, mate. One of the longest ambassadors they've ever had. So yeah. and I'm very honoured to be uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. very honoured to be part of that yeah. family, brother, let me tell you. So when you, um, when you finished at the Cowboys, I think Gus signed you. To uh, to come up here, you won a premiership the Cowboys in what 2015? Yes, it was 17 16 against the the the, the Brisbane yes, Broncos, right? JT kicked that field goal. Oh my god, yeah. I'd still see everyone. You know, you close your eyes, you can see it and picture it, and, yeah, and the mate. the joyous occasion oh. and the relief of pressure. It really was. Um, <laughs> it's funny you say that, Johnny. The relief of pressure because. We, we had not a fair bit uh, up the Cowboys because nearly every year, prior, nearly two to three years prior to 2015, you know, we would always have that, oh, Cowboys have got the team on paper but we've never delivered. Yep. Uh, you know, we were always sort of facing that pressure. But um, 
made that kick. I'll tell you what, um, I, I, so JT actually um, missed the conversion of Cole Fouts' try that Nottingham That's right, yes. Um, from the sideline, he missed that. But it hit the post, I, actually. It hit the post. I was watching him going, oh, he does this every day. We've got this. He, he, he does this for breakfast, mate. He, yeah. You know, this is JT. And that's exactly so, what he almost, thought. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> So I um I was celebrating. I was going, mate, what a win! You know, yeah, what a win! Yeah, what a win! Where's my family? I'm gonna go run to them. Um, so I'll have to try and show you next time. But in the video, um, when he just missed it, you can see me with my hands up, I'll start running to the crowd, and then he's missed it, and then did a full oh, one. Oh no, really? And just thought, oh well, all right, you know what? And it was just a switch of mindset that just thought, right, that's it. Roll the sleeves up. We'll yep, got to knuckle down. Yep. And um, and then obviously Ben Hunt drops it, and and uh, JT kicks a field goal. Can you imagine how uh, Benny felt? I know. I, you know, uh, like I, I I don't feel sorry for too many people, you know, but I mean, you get again, you've gone from such anxiety with JT hitting the upright. To, to Benny's face when the ball hit him in the chest and popped out, yeah. it was I. I actually felt sorry for the poor yeah, kid, mate. Yeah. You know, I really did because he he catches those balls like JT kicks goals. Nine, Ninety-nine times out of a hundred. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And just that one touch, you know, you know, and and that's where rugby league is so much different than. Running the ball and tackling. Yeah. So, so much, so much mental that goes. The pressure, the mate. Pressure. Yeah. Everything. Uh, so yeah, I, I, looking back at it, mate, you never sort of hope for a team to lose. I, you know. Yeah. Obviously, you time, want to beat them at their best. Yeah. Exactly. Right? You don't want to beat them. You don't want to beat people by them making a mistake. That, that was the years that New South Wales when I played for New South Wales against Queensland. Yep. I, I always wanted them at their best. Yep. Because I wanted to beat them at their best. So, yeah. It's the same sort of thing now, and that's just, that's a, that's every rugby league player, I think, mentality. Just, you know, yeah. you don't want to. Exactly what you said. You beat them at the best. Yeah. Wow. It was great winning that when he when he when JT finally kicked that goal, kicked, kicked that field goal. Mate. Oh, I, I just looked to the bench. To the players, you could raise so your hands that time, mate. Don't have to oh, take them yeah. down. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I did, mate. Oh man. What was the celebrations like? Yeah, it was really good. Long. So Sunday, oh. Some, so obviously played the game Sunday night. We just sort of kicked back in the hotel with family and that, yep. bit of food and just singing songs, happy as Larry. And uh, caught the plane uh, back to Townsville Monday. Yep. Monday Arvo slash night we saw, we had the ceremony at, at the stadium. Yep. What a uh, what a turnout that was. Oh, I bet. That that put me in tears. Um, you know, to see kids, people that. Would have rather be anywhere, could be anywhere, you know, could be at home sitting on the couch doing whatever, but they wanted to be there. Yep. And I was happy to share share it with them. And yep. I, I, oh, mate, I think they're still partying up there, mate. Townsville <laughs> are so fanatical as fans. Oh, and yeah. So glad to get in that championship, you know. Go down this history, uh, be the first team to be there. It's, all, it's, it's such a feat. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't think people realise, Jimmy, that. Townsville, the Cowboys up in Townsville, people will drive six to seven hours just to come to a game, right, and then and then stay overnight and then travel all the way back home again. You know, I don't, and I don't, like, it's not like following the Roosters or following the Panthers or Parramatta, you know what I mean? It's, that they come, they have that whole North Queensland region. 
and people will travel to watch them. Yeah, so I remember when I was there, we we had a fair few Monday night games and there were blow-ups. This is when Monday night games. Yep, there. yep. There were blow-ups from the Cowboys because, exactly what you said, people travelled three, four hours to come watch us play. So a Friday night game and a Saturday night game is obviously perfect because they travel, they can stay the night somewhere and travel back. But yep. Monday night game was obviously a bit harder for them to do that, so we were losing. Just, Absolutely. Yep. Um, so the NRA obviously took notice and uh, scrapped the Monday nights. So I think most clubs, you know, obviously didn't, didn't uh, like them. No, they didn't so like the Monday nights. Rounds, yeah. You know, it's too hard, hard, mate. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, exactly, mate. And that goes to show how much they love their team up there, mate. Townsville was, um, I love Townsville because it's slow paced, it's laid back. Uh, <laughs> Bit like you, you're in the, yeah, you're, oh, yeah. you're in the, the what do you call it, the Anderthal yeah. man that's you in it? Uh, but yeah, no. When, when the footy's on, they, they love it. Mate. Oh so yeah, like I, I look when I was up there and, and did some stuff up there. Look, like Kansas was a four-hour drive from Townsville. Yeah. You know, it's like an hour plane drive. But people, you got to understand, it's four hours drive. And then you got north of that, like you got Cooktown and Mossman yeah. and all those areas. Then you got Mount Isa yes. and you know and, and all those areas. Julia Creek. People would come in for miles away. You know, yeah. just oh, yeah. just to watch the boys go around. Love, you know, love, love the Cowboys. Matty Bowen. Oh, JT. JT. He's done, you know, I mean, Mango's done some wonderful yeah. things up there too, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, I, I love Mango. I think he's a great guy because I'm nearly taller than him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, I mean, you, there were three JTs in your side yourself. Yeah. You know, Jason Tolomalolo and, of course, the legend that yeah. is Jonathan Thurston. And I want to ask you, is is he the greatest player you've ever played with? I'll tell you what, if I was to ever have a Mount Rushmore of my top footy players. No, here we go. This is interesting. These yeah. are one of my questions. So this yeah, is going to be interesting okay. to know. So I'd, I'd have to go um, JT up there, one of the best, mate. Yep. Um, he's just, he's two steps ahead of the game. And and, and if you're not with him on the field, um, obviously he'll let you know. <laughs> but that was the best thing about it. He just wanted, wanted us at our best. Um, yep. And even on the field, mate, you see him. It's, oh yeah, yeah. You know, he walked the street and he get mugged, but he, he And he didn't he, care. He, he didn't was care, happy mate. with his time, mate. Yeah, that's it. Um, oh, I'll have to say Matt Scott as, as well. Yeah. the co-captain up there and, and um and being a former front row, uh, going up against him in, in the uh, Queensland side and yep. just his work ethic, he was a no nonsense, you know, that no no nonsense front row, you yep. know. These days you've got your flash, your front rowers, you try to step the offload and this and that. He was just take the ball up straight. Yeah. You know, if you pop an offload, mate, you're lucky to pop an offload. Yeah, exactly, but you know, mate. no just straight into the wall. That's exactly right, mate. Um I'm gonna have to go that's two. I'm gonna have to go uh Sonny Bill Williams. Oh S B W. Yeah, I, I grew up watching him when I was at school, mate. We just loved him and um it's just one of those things that, you know, yep. you idolise. Uh, we, we'd go to school Monday morning and talk about SBW, the stuff he did, you know, we were playing with the Bulldogs. Yep. And, and I still follow him now, mate. It's good to see him in, in, in Toronto, back yep. directly. Yeah, um, good chat, eh? Good things with you all, uh, and in the boxing ring, mate. Yep. I mean, those athletes who can do anything. Three, three sports that he's played, and he's done great things for the three sports, great, mate. mate. And yep. great, you know, for the kids growing up, so, you know, like everyone, you do your, your silly stuff when you're young, but right now, mate, he's, he's um, you know, obviously he's got a religion and, yep. and he's very respectful, mate. So, um, Absolutely. Um, you got one more head to go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go Ruben Wiki. 
So, Ruben Wicky. Yeah, so Ruben He's Wicky still is. as fit as what he was oh, now than what he was when he was playing the it, game, it, mate. From what I hear, it, it's not a good thing. Because <laughs> for the players, he, he takes it through some um, conditioning drills and that. And he jumps with them and he beats them. Yeah. So they, they go, you know, they're struggling and he's, he's taking it easy. But, um, yeah, Ruben Wicky, I'll, I'll give him the title. He, he's just, watching growing up as well, he was just hard as... You know, anything in running yep. straight. He played as started off the centre and yep. moved to front row. Yeah, I know. I don't think there's many other players that do that in the NRL. Yeah. Oh, Mount Meninga did. Yeah. Look at the size of Mount. Yeah. Should have been a front row. But, um, well, you, I mean, he, Ruben's work ethics remind me of Billy Johnson. Yeah. And you yep. had him in the Cowboys. Perfect. Mate. Boxing Billy. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and he was tough. Oh. He was one of the toughest He was no nonsense, man. mate. If, if you, if you, Stopped, and if you weren't bleeding, I had a broken bone. You know, you get up and go again. You know, oh yeah. We, we, you know, we we saw it, mate. It was, but you know, that's what makes you mentally stronger, and what makes us pursue. You know, and that's why he was there for a while because he created elite, elite players. Yep, he had that culture, mate, didn't he? Yeah, he did, mate. He did, and you know, you sit back and at the time you may be struggling, and you know this and that, but you sit back and go, wow, you know, that all this, you know, was because of that training. Yeah. You nearly got to owe it to, to Billy there. Now, you, you're talking about being mentally strong and things like that, and away from footy, that there's someone for you that makes it mentally strong that really helps you, and and it's your beautiful wife, Brittany, who who is a wonderful, wonderful girl. She's like the radar O'Reilly of of the Tamu family, right? And and you got wonderful four little boys growing around, and they all start with B. Yes, mate. So, Brittany... Britta? Yep. But, uh, yeah, mate. She, uh, she obviously holds down the floor, mate. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. Um, you know, fathers that, that have witnessed their, their wife and their partner give birth, you know, it's just a whole different thing. You just grasp a whole other level of respect. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, mate. So, four little boys, mate. So, all start with B, all boys. Brooklyn, Barclay, Bronx, and Bear. Or a real name Boston, but uh, our third one, Bronx, uh, nicknamed the Bear. So, really? So it's just yeah. bear. bear. That's yeah. it. Yeah, so we, we, that's it now, Bear. Um, but yeah, mate, she um, and, yeah, and Britt and then Bimmy. Yeah, Bimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. Well, you know, you know what, mate? It's, it's like... <laughs> That, that could be a band, the five Bs of Tarmac. <laughs> yeah. You know, that'd be, yeah. Uh, you could be in the back playing percussion yeah, gonna, and they could be it. up there. I've got to get them a, a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, mate. It was, yeah, she holds it down, mate. And, you know, sometimes the, the washing piles up and, and all this and that, but we make it through, mate. And, and the kids, mate, they, some, some days they really get on your nerves. And, oh, yeah, they, that's they, what kids do, mate. Oh, yeah. But they can only play with each other for. Ten minutes at a time before the fight breaks out. So, how old's Brooks, mate? He's the eldest. So, yeah, BK. He's uh, he's six at the moment. So he's in year one. He had kindy last year, year one. Barclay is four. The closest are Barclay and Brox, who are four and three. Yep. And the bear is eighteen months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So all, at, at one point, I think they were, you know, four and five. Let's hope that they don't open up each other's mail as they get older, yeah, mate. You know, yeah, mate. Mr. Tom, Mr. Tom, yeah, yeah, real Mr. B. Tommy. Yeah, you know, it, actually, my I've got a brother-in-law, um, my wife Leanne's. They're also Leanne's got four older brothers, yep. and her youngest of the brothers, Peter and Jenny, 
they have four boys, Russell, Rick, Ross and Reese. Yeah. Like all ours. And quite often they did open up each other's yeah, mail, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Well, I actually haven't thought about that, but that's something I guess i You have to sort it out real quick, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Hear the rest of this interview on the next episode of JC's Rolling Success Show. You've just listened to John Kudis's Rolling Success podcast show. Please make sure you subscribe to listen to all the podcasts and follow John Kudis on all social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn.